0: For to the end zone and it's for the
1: touchdown you know i'm fortunate to be 41 and you know still feel like i can go out there and perform at a
0: championship
2: level they run it
1: with curly he spins for the touchdown
0: you going against a great quarterback or any quarterback your main goal is a pass rusher is to try to do put as much pressure as you can on them make them move off the spot trying to make them uncomfortable
3: it's time folks yes The Super Bowl edition of TSN 4 Downs right here on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara with you. Oh man, it's time. It's time. Two weeks to prepare. Patriots and the Rams coming up on Sunday. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at TSN4Downs, at AndyMC81. If you miss any of the show, you don't want to. Get it on iTunes, okay? You want to hear this show and all the passwords, too. On iTunes, on the TSN1050.ca show page, and on Twitter, at AndyMC81, at TSN4Downs. Great show. Former longtime NFL quarterback, current ESPN NFL analyst. This dude is a rising star in the broadcast business, and we got him, Dan Orlovsky. To talk about not just the Super Bowl matchup, but also some of the storylines of possible quarterback movement this offseason. We'll get into that a little bit later and into... Uh, next week's show. By the way, the season rap show will be Tuesday. So, not next Saturday, but on Tuesday, to go over the whatever happens with Patriots Rams, look ahead to the draft, free agency, and that. But we'll talk to Dan Orlovsky. Also, what's half the fun of the Super Bowl? If you don't have a rooting interest in the Patriots or Rams, it's the betting, right? It's the sports betting. So, we go to oddshark.com, sports analyst John Campbell, go over some props, the lines, the over under, what trends that he's seeing. Maybe help you win a little bit of money on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, also, we'll go over our own prop bets and, and have a, a great time to get ready. Two and a half points. The Patriots are now the favorites. And the over-under is at 56 and a half, So we'll get into all those betting angles too. But there's, there's plenty to get to in three and out. Uh, let's go to first down. Start it up first down. And of course the commissioner, Roger Goodell, he can only hide for so long. He had to address the media during Super Bowl week here. And what everybody want to know, well, Raj what about the horrible officiating? What about that terrible non-pass interference call in the NFC Championship game between the Rams and the Saints? Well, Roger Goodell spoke on the missed call and then we also hear from Saints head coach Sean Payton
0: listen, we understand the frustration of the fans Um, I've talked to Coach Payton uh, the team the players Uh, we understand the frustration uh, that they feel right now and we uh, certainly want to address that so um, whenever an officiating is part of any kind of discussion post game it's never a good outcome for us Uh, We know that, our clubs know that, our officials know that. Uh, But we also know our officials are human. We also know that they're officiating a game that moves very quickly and have to make snap decisions under difficult circumstances. And they're not going to get it right every time. As I say, they're human. Uh, We have worked very hard to bring technology in to try to make sure we could do whatever's possible to address those issues. Technology is not going to solve all those issues. The game is not officiated by robots, it's not It's not going to be, but we have to continue to go down that path. There's been these events that, that at times potentially change rules. Um, I like the fact that I'm a part of that committee
1: and certainly there'll be topics like this that are brought up. The topic's one thing, the solution's the more challenging thing that we're all looking for. I'm back to the ice cream and the Netflix and there's a point where you just you know that things aren't changing. And then, uh, you know, you get wrapped up in a new series, a new episode. And and it comes back again. And then you get wrapped up in a new series, a new episode.
3: Sean Payton joking at the end there, head coach of the Saints. Uh, how he's coping with not being in the Super Bowl. It's as good as any, right? tub of ice cream, Netflix, and, and chill out. I don't know if he's doing what the... Sometimes that means, but he's, he's, he's relaxing. He's, he's getting ready for next season. Listen, it was a hose job, okay? We know that. But what people tend to forget also... Drew Brees threw an interception in overtime. That wasn't the last play of the game. Yes, it was bad. Obviously. One of the worst non-calls maybe ever in pro football. But they still had a chance. They still had an opportunity, and they didn't take it. So that's all part of it. A judge ruling officially coming down saying, well, what, on Friday, that, yeah, they're not going to replay the game. I mean, obviously. Could you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine if Super Bowl Sunday, the Rams had to get back on the field somewhere? And play the last quarter or something with the Saints. It would actually be kind of crazy. Let's move on. Second down. Well, our own uh, Farhan Lalji from TSN down in Atlanta chatting with New England Patriots wide receiver Chris Hogan about how important experience in the Super Bowl is.
4: Experience really doesn't matter in these games. It really comes down to execution. Um, you know, the team that goes out there and executes the best, you know, for sixty minutes is going you know, to, you know, put themselves in the best situation to win. So uh, it doesn't really matter if you played in nine or one. You know, it's just all about going out there and playing well. Take me through the evolution of this offense this season, because when you see the receivers you guys have, and when you have Tom Brady pulling the trigger, you expect this to be a pass happy offense. But really, the last two months, it's become a bit more of a run first offense. Take me through that. I mean, we got great backs, and we got a great offensive line that works really hard and, you know, um, you know creates a lot of you know, holes for them to run through. And, you know, we want to get the ball into our playmaker's hands. And, you know, all of our running backs are all great playmakers. And, you know, I think if we have both uh, passing and running a you know, game going well, you know, it, it, both, both sides you know, really complement each other. When you see how good their defensive line is, especially in the middle of that front, Um, and Tom's always wanted to get the ball out early, but you think an even greater premium is going to be on short passes, getting the ball out and blocking for each other? Sure. I mean, you know, we'll we'll see how the game unfolds, and, and, you know, I'm sure that we'll just, we always try to get the ball into our playmakers' hands and, um, you know, see what they can do with it. I mean, we've been doing that for, you know, all season, and uh, we're just going to try to go out there and execute. And that's really the difference,
3: I think, this year with the Patriots in that they don't have really the big playmakers outside of Julian Edelman at wide receiver. You have Phil Dorsett, who I, I from a fantasy perspective, I like as far as a big game guy low by, but Chris Hogan's not doing it. Gronk's a shell of his former self. We know that. It's about the running game. Sonny Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead pounding it in from, from Inkle. You have that variety. And then the defense. It's almost a little bit of a flashback to the Patriots' first three Super Bowls, and especially the first two where it was more defense and run heavy. But we still know that Tommy Terrific can sling it. Let's move on. Third down. And what would a Saturday morning be on TSN Four Downs without Stephen A. Smith yelling at you about something? Well, I deliver it for you there, folks. Uh, Gronk, lots of rumors swirling. Is he going to retire? We know multiple back surgeries. Six catches two weeks ago in the championship game, but before that hasn't done much. Is he going to retire? Stephen A. Smith gives us his take. I think
1: Rob Gronkowski has an eye towards
3: you know uh, things outside
1: the game if, if the Patriots were to go on to win the Super Bowl. All right, let's move on to Will, our final topic Will here. Damien, yeah, Will yeah. Damien, Matt, hold on, hold on, Will. Uh, yeah. Just so y'all know, for whatever it's worth, you heard my position on the matter. I just got a text message from somebody with incredibly close ties to the New England Patriots that says Rob Gronkowski is not retiring because Brady didn't retire. Just so y'all know. Okay. All right, here we go. In real
3: time, breaking news. A, a cryptic text to Stephen A. Smith. Thank Gronk will not retire because Tom Brady won't and he's going to stay with, with Tom. I could see that, but man, like I would also not be surprised. I personally think if they win, he might hang it up. And not because he doesn't love the game, because his body won't let him at some point. you got to consider long-term, he's what, 28, 29 years old? Multiple back surgeries? The guy, he can't play. And you have to wonder too, Bill Belichick already decided, uh, wanted to trade him last year to Detroit and he said, if you trade me, I'm retiring. So how much, if Belichick is already looking to dish him, how much time does he really have left? That's the ultimate question. All right, let's punt to the poll question here. Our TSN, four downs, Super Bowl, show poll, and it is delivered by Domino's and people for the big game. What else do you need than Domino's Pizza? Get a large four topping pizza for just twelve ninety nine. But check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca for carry-out, for delivery. You don't want to go out in the cool cabinet and deliver it to you. Marbled Cookie Brownie for dessert, cheesy bread, boneless chicken. You can have your whole big game experience brought into to you by Domino's. Visit Domino's.ca. That's Domino's.ca. Getting some great interaction here on our Twitter poll question at TSN four downs at Andy MC eighty one. You can vote. Who wins the Super Bowl MVP? If you, we don't list it, tweet us your own. Who wins the Super Bowl MVP? Tom Brady, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, who, by the way, Sean McVay, head coach of the Rams, says Todd Gurley is at 100. He's 100%. He's feeling good. Or is it someone else? You can tweet in who? Brady, Goff, Gurley, or someone else. I think because I'm... A little spoiler. I'm going to pick that the, the Patriots win in a close one. I think it is going to be Brady. That's the popular belief. But if it's not... I wouldn't be surprised if Todd Gurley rumbles, because I think that's how the Rams have the best chance to win, if you can get that running game going. Can you overcome what Bill Belichick is going to try to stop you from doing? So I'll say Brady. Let's go behind the glass,
2: and we got uh, Sean Lavery, our producer. Shawnee, how are you voting on this one? I'm going to go other. I think if the L.A. Rams are going to win this game, Aaron Donald has to be their MVP. Oh. So, therefore, I'm going to pick Aaron Donald. I don't think it's likely, but if, that's, if, if the Rams if are going they to win, win, it has to be Aaron Donald.
3: And that's very interesting. We'll get into some of the prop bets later on because I think the line was set at one and a half, and we know how fast Brady gets rid of the ball. Let's go to Arad. Arad is Vandy. Now, he, this is Mr. Patriot here, Arad. Do I ne- even need to ask you, Arad, if you're going to pick Tom Brady as the MVP? You're a Patriots guy. I know that. Is it, is it Tommy Terrific? Is it Tom or is it gonna be Rex Burkhead with four Vulture touchdowns? It's
4: gonna be Thomas <laughs> Edward Brady Jr. Wow. Cause there you yeah. know,
2: if they win, and even <laughs> it's if it's gonna like, be Tom.
4: Yeah, if they win, it's gonna be Tom. Like yeah. Super Bowl fifty one. It should have been James White, but Tom won. But so. Tom won
3: it. Maybe he threw White an extra jersey. He can sell it later. Exactly, I don't know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you could vote.
3: We got some tweets in here from at Bruin underscore eleven says Roby Coleman, nickel Roby Coleman, the guy who got away and the Rams admitted and were actually kind of flaunting that they got away with that non-pass interference call. Roby Coleman was the guy, but better than that, boys. Roby Coleman may have sealed their own fate because he called Tom Brady old. Ooh, mistake. He said, oh, he's getting a little up there, and then came back. and said, no, no, he's the greatest of all time. Too late, Roby. Too late, bro. It's over. You know, as soon as Belichick heard that, he posted that up. Brady, that feeds into their underdog mentality. They're calling you old. They say you can't do it. Oh, that may have just sealed it for the Patriots right there. So, at Bruin underscore 11 says, Nickel Roby Coleman. Here's my prediction. I think Brady goes after Roby Coleman early and says, Yeah, I'm old. How about that? And goes and beats him multiple times. Also, at Lance LaRock, number one, says Gronk for MVP. Wouldn't that be something? Well, if he wins MVP, maybe he won't retire. We'll step aside. Come back with some betting tips for the Super Bowl. The lines. some tips, see if we win you some money. John Campbell from Odd Shark is next on TSN 4 Now. If you're hungry, check out this great deal from Domino's. Unlimited two-topping medium pizzas for just $7.99 each. That's right. As many pizzas as you want with a minimum purchase of two pizzas. So stock up, dig in, and feed that hunger with unlimited two-topping medium pizzas. Perfect for the big game, a busy night with the family, or just because. Order online today at dominoes.ca and add on some great side dishes and dessert. That's dominoes.ca. Back and rolling on the Super Bowl. Edition of TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, delivered by Domino's, baby. You know you don't have to get off your couch, and if you want to, there's carryout deals at Domino's, but they deliver, too. Large four-topping pizza for just $12.99. Check it all. out. side dishes. It's your whole day. They got pop, anything you need. Domino's.ca for the big game, so make sure you check that out. Had a chance to catch up a little bit earlier from Odd Shark sport betting analyst John Campbell. Give us some tips, some betting tips to get ready. For the Super Bowl. John, it's almost here. The big game Patriots and the Rams. And what I love about this is everything's really come full circle. The Patriots were the underdogs to the powerhouse Rams in 2001. And that's where the Brady Belichick dynasty began. We didn't know what, was, what Tom Brady was going to be capable of. And now it could be Jared Goff's turn. What are you seeing as far as the line? Because it kind of swapped, right? It went from the Rams being the favorite early on, and now New England's kind of clawed back up in her two-and-a-half-point favorites. What does that, that small line tell you about what Vegas and the sportsbooks are thinking?
5: well it's a, we, we've seen a significant amount of line movement for uh, for a super bowl here and uh the line opened at a pick so uh no spread it's just straight up same odds on either side and from there it moved uh, pretty quickly and most books moved uh, all the way up to new england minus two and a half and there are some twos out there there are some threes out there but it's been a lot of new england money early on and throughout the week and i uh, continued i think i think we'll continue to see some in the weekend here and as books need more money on the Rams I think it'll leave them in a very good position because the books that want more Rams money all they need to do is go from two and a half to three and then they'll get Rams money from kind of the sharper bigger better and they'll be able to look Level out as much as they want, but what this tells me, uh, I, I think the public's on the Patriots here, and I think sports books are, are okay with taking a side on the Rams because right now the money's been pretty lopsided towards the Patriots, and I think sports books are, are okay to take the Rams uh, against the Patriots and see what happens.
3: Well, it's it's interesting when I hear people like, "Oh, it's going to be a blowout one way or the other." That's not what happens when the Patriots are in Super Bowls. It, it, it doesn't no. like they're always close. So yeah, like this line feels. About right like I don't see this one going by more than six points either way
5: yeah yeah no you're exactly right all eight have been close I think the average uh, point margin point differential is 4.25 so very close games all of them and uh, I I, I like the Pats so I took the Pats on the money line minus 130 so $130 to win 100 early on and then as the game goes on in game I'm going to look I'm going to hope the Patriots get a lead and then I'm going to take the Rams on the other side at something beyond Plus three, plus three and a half or more. And because I'm I, th- I, I uh, am looking at the history and seeing all these close games, if the Patriots win a close one, uh, hopefully I'll win both sides of the bet. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> now, yeah,
3: yeah. Where are you at with the over-under? It looks like it's around 56 and a half. Um, that's – I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily see this one – being a blowout now it could go to the air but really both sides their strengths and what they like to do is run the ball so I guess it really comes down to can either side stop the run and it does once I get down and have to force force things back and, and really chuck it up through the air what are you feeling at the over-under mark
5: well I, I'm leaning to the over and and this number is high this is very high for a Super Bowl it opened at 58 which was which was then the highest over-under we've ever in a Super Bowl. And I think just because the number was so high, early sharp money came in and bet this number down to 56.5. So I think we'll see some public money come back in on the over. And I really feel like you can make a good case for either the over or the under here. Uh, it, the Patriots are better at stopping the run, and, and I think they want to leave it up to Goff to pass, but, mm. the, but Goff can be pretty good too. So I think this will turn into a passing game. I think we'll see points. It's been a high scoring NFL this year. We've got two of the top four scoring teams in the NFL going head to head uh, with some weaknesses on defense. So I like the over but I think you can make a real strong case for the under here too. I think it's a good number.
3: In conversation with John Campbell from oddsharks.com sports analyst on Twitter at Shark. Okay, now John, one of the best parts about the Super Bowl, especially if you don't have a vested interest in the team, is the prop bets, right? How long is the National Anthem going to go? Uh, what color uniform? What The halftime ones in particular to me, I just love because there's one like, well, uh, Maroon Fives, Adam Levine, uh, uh, kneel during the concert. Like, it's just, it's just so, it gets so bizarre. Do you love these prop bets? Like, they're, they're, it just seems to be so much fun with it.
5: I, I love it. It, it. This is what makes the Super Bowl so great. Like, two weeks doesn't feel like enough to talk about one <laughs> game, and, and uh, this is why. It's just it's so fabulous and a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, you, if you can dream it up, it's out there. And if it's not, you can usually ask a sports book, and they'll post it for you for fun. Uh, but, yeah, there has been some crazy ones. There have been some tips, too. I know one book took uh, took one of their props off the board because there was some leaked information, and, and it was a prop for the, the color of the first der- bag scene in the first Doritos commercial, and it leaked that it was going to be red. So, yes, there are odds on that, too, and they had to take it off the board. Uh, Halftime, you can always bet on first song. You can bet on the over-under number of songs on the halftime show. Anthem is probably my favorite exotic prop, uh, and and the over-under right now is at a minute and 47 seconds for Gladys Knight, and uh, that's always a fun one, always a blast to do.
3: So if we, go, if we go to oddsharks.com and, and look around, I'm on the site now, and we're taking a look. Like You can go in a whole bunch of different directions. You can do, obviously, the spreads, the over-unders, uh, and, and a whole bunch of different plays, money line. Like where, what, what would you recommend people who are going and want, want to have a little bit more fun than, let's just say, betting the game or betting the spread when they go to Oddshark?
5: Yeah, for sure. And and we have a prop sheet done up on the site, which you can go download for free. And uh, they're a pain in the butt to do yourself. So just go download that and you'll have it for your party. Oh, I see it here. And uh, some great ones on there. Yeah, but um, what what I recommend is don't hedge yourself with your props. So if you like the New England Patriots, don't ta- I would advise not taking a bunch of Rams bets, uh, taking a bunch of Rams overs and things like that in your player props because you're just gonna you- they're just gonna hedge it. They're just gonna be a wash in the end. And I know this because I did it this way about the first seven Super Bowls that I bet on before I finally uh, let go of some stubbornness and realized that this doesn't work. So just commit to winning or losing with one side or the other. and I would have your props line up with the side or the total that you're going to take
3: well one that one prop bet that that is out there is if Tom Brady will catch a pass or or if a quarterback will catch a pass and I feel I just think that they're going to try in some way now maybe if it's super cold maybe maybe not but I think in some way they're going to try to give Tom Brady some redemption so that the Eagles can't hold it over him that drop pass forever what do you think I think I would take that one
5: I think the Pats are going to have a tough time surprising anyone anymore mm. with that kind of play. So that's just my feeling. But there is an over/under on uh, on how many players will attempt to pass, and that's two and a half players. And what's mm. interesting is the Rams punter has actually completed the most passes of any active non-quarterback player right now. Really? So that, yeah, I know it's amazing. I just I just found it on uh, NFL Research, and uh, kind of a fun number there. So if you like that one, that one kind of points to the over.
3: That's funny. And you know what? If you have that, then also, of course, Julian Edelman seems to chuck one up, right?
5: Yeah, exactly. The guys played quarterback before, so and we've seen him do it before. So so that'll be a blast. I just worry that, that the Pats won't surprise the Rams. And Sean McVay is pretty, pretty sharp-minded. So I, I think if we're thinking about it, he's probably thinking about it.
3: So, John, what is your official Super Bowl prediction? Let's, let's get, well, get a score. I, give, me, give me what you think here.
5: Yeah, I, I like the Patriots. I'm gonna say, uh, Thirty-five thirty in in a real close one. Now, I'll say 35-33 because I want that middle. So uh, <laughs> there we go. A close one. So hopefully that happens. I think the Pats win in a high-scoring game. I, I also took the Patriots in the first half minus half a point. They've only scored three points in the first quarter in their eight Super Bowls, which is just unbelievable. But I think they come out gunning in this one. They've been really hot in the first half lately. So that's another one I took.
3: John, last one for you here, and I'm glad you brought up the, the, ha- the different props and, and bets you can make in, in, on each side of the half. Now, is there a general strategy when you're looking at this to make those? Because that's tough. Because if you think a quarterback's going to throw for 300 yards, are you taking it heavier in the first half? Are you taking it heavier in the second half? And as you said, uh, we've seen the Patriots get off to a slow start. Like, just overall, when you're looking at first half stats, whether it's passing, whether it's receiving, is there any kind of guidance you can, you can give for this game?
5: Yeah, well, I look at, at season performance in the first half and recent performance, and the Patriots are actually one of the best first-half bets in the NFL this year. They went 11-6-1 against the spread, whereas the Rams were just 500 against the spread. And I think the other factor here is, is we've got a very experienced Tom Brady and, and Patriots team going up against a young Goff. Huge age difference between those two guys. 17 years, the most we've ever seen. And uh, I, I we saw Goff uh, struggle a little bit in the first half last week or or two weeks ago in the Conference championships, So I'm kind of banking on that. That experience will rule early on, but I think the Rams do make it a close one.
3: Great stuff. Thank you so much, uh, John. Really appreciate the time.
5: Thanks, Andy. Enjoy the game.
3: There he is, John Campbell of OddShark.com giving us some sports betting tips for the Super Bowl. After the break, former NFL QB, current ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky to help us break down the big game and also track some possible quarterback off-season movements. Stay tuned. TSN 4 Downs. to the Super Bowl edition of TSN 4 Downs, TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, Andy McNamara with you, vote on our poll question at, at TSN4Downs, at AndyMC81 on Twitter. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? Is it Brady? Is it Goff? Is it Gurley? Is it someone else? We'll give some recap, give our final picks and our prop bets in the final segment of the show. We are delivered by Domino's, perfect for the big game, people. What else do you need? Large four-topping pizza for just twelve ninety nine. Check out all the great deals at dominoes.ca. Had a chance to catch up a little bit earlier with Dan Orlovsky, longtime NFL quarterback, current ESPN NFL analyst to go over the game and possible quarterback movement this offseason. Here we go. Dan, two weeks to prepare for both of these teams. Of course, there's kind of that mystique with Bill Belichick, who, kind of like a great prize fighter, can defeat you before you even step in the ring with him. Do you get this the vibe out of the Rams? Like, they're a type of team that could be intimidated, or are they trying to set their own course, their own beginning of their own legacy here with McVay and Goff? Yeah, no, this team won't be intimidated.
1: You know, we we kind
3: of, you know, in all worthy respects for the Patriots and, and
1: deservedly so... I don't know if there's many teams that are really intimidated by the Patriots anymore. One, because these teams have success against them and certainly in the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously two years ago, they had the incredible comeback, but Atlanta was handling them. And then last year with, with the narrative around the Eagles and really leading up to the game, even Lane Johnson, their pro bowl tackle kind of saying like, well, it doesn't just have to be the Patriot way. So, you know, the Rams are led by this young coach that is very confident and brash and, um, has an ability to rally teams and, and, and instill that confidence into a team. So I'm not. This team from LA will not look at the this, this Patriot unit as a as a team that they don't match up well with or they can't be beat. Can't beat.
3: And, and Dan, when you look at the comparables, I find it fascinating because it's almost like I don't know, kind of like maybe the if the Rams can win, maybe the beginning of their own era because there are similarities. From the, the first Super Bowl with Brady and Belichick, it was you said McVay, brash, young guy. Belichick was, was brash, maybe not as outspoken, more, more of the grumbler, but innovative. You had Brady who, hey, at that point, he hadn't done it before. We didn't know what to expect out of Tom Brady in his first Super Bowl. We don't know what to expect out of Goff. But you had creative minds with the quarterback. And it's funny that it was the Patriots over the Rams to start that dynasty. How fitting would it be to go the other way?
1: Yeah, it'd be, it'd be crazy. But, that's you know, that's the the NFL world in many ways is incredibly cyclical. Mm-hmm. You know, I see another fascinating thing is like the same stuff that we were, at least people were saying about Tom Brady then was like, here's this guy that uh, maybe expectations were. I know Jared Goff was the number one pick, but everyone thought he was terrible. And mm-hmm. so expectations were this and, oh, wow, he just handles the moment so well. And we started to say that about Jared Goff, like handling the moment Especially showing up in that NFC Championship game, you know the Rams, especially with the way salary caps work and rookie pay scale and all that stuff, the Rams are certainly set up with a lot of the same, uh, a lot of the same variables, and being on a coast and whatnot uh, Mm -hmm. is is part of it. So, yeah, this this game, I don't think the Patriots are going anywhere anytime soon themselves, but this game is such a could be such an impactful thing. Not only the fact that they're in the Super Bowl, but if they win at L.A., they're going to a new stadium here soon. This could be something that for many years, you know, two decades worth, the NFL has been really waiting and hoping for the L.A. market to become owned by an NFL organization. And this is just another step, but it's the biggest one for them.
3: In conversation with Dan Orlovsky, longtime NFL quarterback, ESPN NFL analyst, on Twitter at Dan Orlovsky and the number seven. Dan, let's take a step away from the Super Bowl for a sec. And judges' ruling officially came down. uh, As we expected, there will be no do-over game between the Rams and Saints, much to the sugar of Saints fans. We we knew that was going to happen. But the big picture, of course, is officiating all year. It just... It's unacceptable, and God forbid you have something go terribly wrong in the Super Bowl. Roger Goodell, again, as expected, kind of tiptoed around, wasn't going to give too much away in media day at the Super Bowl. What do you think has to happen? Is it is it more more replays, less replays? Like, like just something no, has to be no, done. No, no, no.
1: Listen, I've said this for years. I got done playing in 2017, and I've said this probably since 2014. We have an epidemic in the NFL when it comes to officiating, and I don't blame the officials. Hmm. So NFL officials, one, aren't full-time, two, most of them have secondary jobs, three, and this is the big reason, this is the big issue, most of these officials in the NFL are older, you know, 60, 55, 60, 65, 70 years old. Two of the things that go soonest when you age as a person are your reaction and reflexes and your eyesight. Hmm. Football officiating demands Reaction, reflex, and eyesight more than any other sport because it's the biggest athletes moving at the quickest paces, the fastest paces in a contact sport. So why do we have these officials who are lacking the the, the physical skill set officiating the most needed skill set? I, I don't that that's my thing. So hmm. the the replay, surely we can add that. That could become a part of it, sure. But that's just a Band-Aid on the symptom. You need to go blow up the whole system. They need to get younger. They need to get more um, physically fit. And uh, you uh watch the World Cup where they have incredible athletes running around. Look at their officials. They're shredded. And they're 35, 40, <laughs> yeah. 45 years old. Watch the NBA. And so you're not going to – it won't be perfect. You're not going to get rid of all the issues. But you're gonna allow, you're gonna give the officials a greater chance of consistent success, and not these egregious mistakes we constantly see.
3: That is an amazing take, and I, I haven't heard that before. That makes total sense to me. It makes total sense. You, you have to have guys, people who can get around and actually keep up and react. I think that's that's a great take. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Um, interesting off season for quarterbacks, and we'll swing back to the Super Bowl at the end. But with how. I guess expected the, the draft class is supposed to be for quarterbacks. It's supposed to be poor. You never know, right? Every year somebody pops up, Josh Allen, Carson Wentz. But as of right now, looks like a meh quarterback class. Free agency. Okay. Uh, where are guys going to be headed? Uh, like, do you feel as far as like the, the Joe Flacco's, the Ryan Tannehills, maybe even Eli Manning, like is Blake Bortles, well, where do you think? What do you think we're going to see as far as quarterback movement, and maybe even a lot of overpaying because you don't have a lot of options as of right now coming out of the draft in the quarterback position?
1: Yeah, I mean, I actually think it's going to be a fascinating year. There'll be some movement. Like, okay, when we look at the potential older or veteran, I mean, there's three Super Bowl winners.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Flacco, Eli, and Nick Foles that could be starting quarterbacks for the teams. I understand Eli so far near the end of his career, but if you're a team that is, man, we need, we're, we're that really good play away, consistently good play away. I mean, three Super Bowl winners could potentially be moving to teams or from their teams to different teams at the quarterback spot. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, fascinating. And then you're talking about a draft where, you know, two years ago everyone said that quarterback draft was man and it gave us Mitchell Trubisky, it gave us Deshaun Watson and it gave us Patrick Mahomes. Pretty good. So, yeah, you just never know. I mean, Murray coming out and Haskins coming out and Locke coming out, these kids that are coming from college, there's this pot of so many potentials that are moving there. With quarterback, we just, you just never know fit and coach and personnel that are around them, but there's going to be some really interesting names be moved.
3: Yeah, and like you said, the situation, maybe more so than any other position, Dan, is quarterback. Because if you see, listen, I'm a Browns fan. I've seen 29 before Baker come and go, and it's a bad mm-hmm. situation. And guys who would have gone somewhere else probably would have had better careers. But it's about where's the offensive line? Is there stability? What's being put around them? So you're right. I wonder something like like the Jacksonville Jaguars really intrigued me into how they're going to upgrade is it like Tom Coughlin's there? There's that natural connection to Eli Manning. Boy, Nick Foles coming in. Not expect you, you. You have the pieces around. That would be the type of place that if you if you insert an upgrade at the quarterback position, somebody like Jacksonville could really pop next year.
1: Yeah, you know, i say talked about this a lot going into the season because everyone was picking Jacksonville as a sleeper AFC champ pick, and I'm not a believer in Blake Bortles Me by neither. any means. No, but I will say this. If you are going to move on, which it seems likely, and you will go get somebody or draft somebody, you also need to address the receiver spot because yes. they have no weapons. Right. I mean, no weapons. And so there's not a lot of quarterbacks on any team, let alone the Jaguars, that you can just put in there and go, hey, you're going to be so much better than Bortles was because you still need people mm-hmm. around you to make plays. We, we, I don't understand. Sometimes we, we – we constantly lose sight of that. So yeah, they need to upgrade the quarterback spot for sure, but they also need to, you know, allocate some some weapons in the receiver and tight end spot. They they went into last year as the second least catches in NFL careers by their starting receivers and tight end. And it showed it wasn't all Bortles. And so they also need to make sure that they surround whoever's taking the snaps with actual competent talent.
3: Absolutely. In conversation with Dan Orlovsky, longtime NFL quarterback and current ESPN NFL analyst. Back to the Super Bowl here. Let's get down to prediction time here, Dan, okay? You got the Rams. You got the Patriots. Can you give me a key to each one? If the Rams do X, they will defeat the Patriots. If the Patriots can do Y, they'll take out the Rams. Yeah,
1: if, the, if, if Jared Goff is incredibly accurate in man-to-man situations. New England defensively is going to play a bunch of man. They're very good at it. He's going to have to be accurate. When I say accurate, like NFL accurate, four inches this way, six inches that Mm -hmm. way, the ball matters. So that'll be the big thing. Belichick's going to make golf make 15 pretty darn to super accurate throws, pretty darn accurate to super accurate throws in that game. Does golf do that? If he does that, this team will score basically – at will against this New England defense. And then for New England, offensively, do you win first down? Because this team has become so reliant on the offensive line in really a three yards and a cloud of dust type of mindset. Let's get the second and seven. Let's get the third and three, and then we can run it a little bit still if we want to. And so if they continue to win first down, they'll be very difficult to stop for the Rams defense just because they're a methodical way of being able to run the football. You know, predictions – I don't know exactly how it'll play out. There's so many other variables that I believe are going to play into the game. I still think the Rams win. Mm -hmm. We're in a a year of multiplicity or era of multiplicity in the NFL, and they've got five or six really good weapons that match up versus teams' fifth, sixth cover people. I believe that matters. This has also been an incredibly different year for the New England Patriots, organizationally and player-wise. We've seen them do things as a team and or players that we've never seen before. We've never seen Tom Brady fail in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. Right. Um, I just have this feeling that the Rams take the lead, Brady gets the ball in the fourth quarter, and doesn't get it done for the first time ever in that situation. Rams win like 24-20.
3: Nice. I like it. Dan, thank you so much for taking the time. Keep up the great work, man. Appreciate it.
1: Appreciate you guys.
3: There we go. Dan Orlovsky with a detailed breakdown prediction. Using the crystal ball there to figure out how the Super Bowl might end. We will give our official TSN 4 Downs Super Bowl picks some fantasy prop plays and tee up one more time for Super Bowl 53 Rams versus Patriots. That's next. We wrap it up on TSN 4 Downs. (music) Wrapping up the Super Bowl edition of TSN 4 Downs. TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. Get us on Twitter at Andy MC81, the show at TSN Four Downs. You can get us on iTunes if you missed it, the tsn1050.ca show page. Also put it out on my Instagram at Andy MC Sports. Also, programming note, our season three finale of TSN Four Downs will be Tuesday, this Tuesday at 10 p.m. on TSN 1050. So make sure you tune in for that. And we'll go over what the heck happened, uh, at Super Bowl 53 between the Rams and the Patriots. Of course, that'll be Uh, on CTV, TSN, TSN Radio, and all that good stuff. In studio, producer
2: Sean Lavery. Sean, how's it going? It's going great. Super Bowl week. I'm excited.
3: Super Bowl week. And you know what? We tweeted out our buddies at uh, Station Cold Brew got us some delicious coffee. I I commented on their uh, Instagram page, at Station Brew underscore, Shawnee And I said, you know what? This looks great. And lo and behold, at TSN the other day, you know I love free stuff.
2: Right. right? Oh,
3: God. You know it. A case showed up. With all the different flavors. So we tweeted it out. Uh, and it's, it's organic. It's natural. You guys got to check it out. It's my buddy Mitch here. Uh, three local Toronto area owners. Stationcoldbrew.com. They're out of Etobicoke. Toronto made. The craft beer of coffee. Again, organic, natural, delicious flavors. You had what? The vanilla? I had mocha. You had mocha, mocha today. Yeah. Mocha, yeah. mocha, regular. There's coconut. There's vanilla. There's a whole bunch of stuff. You can get it at major grocers. So do us a favor. Check them out. Stationcoldbrew.com.
2: Great. Coffee, nice and cold, nice and smooth. Okay, Shawnee, let's get to some prop bets. All right, we'll start off with some broadcast prop bets. Of course, Tony Romo has been one of the biggest stories around the NFL, just for his ability to correctly predict plays. Right. (laughs) So how many correct plays will he predict in the Super Bowl over under 7.5? Wow! That's a great prop. Okay, I'm going to say under... I think like six. Yeah, seven and a half seems high. Uh, A newspaper, I think it was the Wall Street Journal, maybe the New York Times, they said Romo is 68% correct on his picks. Um, Really? Yeah, so he's doing pretty good. But seven and a half is a large number, so I'm going to go under as well. You'll go under. Arad, how are you going? Uh,
4: just so I can swim against the current, I'm gonna go over. I think he's gonna just show off his abilities. He's never just... got into a Super Bowl, so yeah. maybe this will be his win. This is his moment. He also
3: we also got a vote for Tony Romo as who's going to be the Super Bowl MVP <laughs> on our TSN Four Downs Twitter
2: poll. Might be. Very what else we be. got? One more broadcast poll or a prop bet for you. How many times will the TV broadcast mention Sean McVay's age? Over under 1.5? Oh, over. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. especially as lay it goes on. All my money on the over on
3: that. Yes, one. I think we could make a lot of cash. One point five. One point five. good. yeah. Begin yeah, probably start of the game and then
2: end. And it's like, can they go? It'll hit the over in the first quarter
3: because it's the biggest difference between head coach co- and quarterback combo between right. Brady and Belichick. It's yeah. crazy. Got to be over. All right, it has to be over. That's an easy bet. Multiple times. If
4: anyone's in Vegas, oh, Jim has, Nance is like Jim Nance has the over himself. <laughs> Thirty-three years gonna hit it. Yeah,
2: yeah, it'll be crazy. What else do we got? All right. Well, the team that wins the opening coin toss win the game, and I should note the winner of the coin toss for the last four Super Bowls has lost the game. Really? Yeah. Ooh. So you we'll, know what? I'll I'll go with that. I'll go with. I'll play the odds. I'll say they'll lose. So the team that wins the coin toss is yeah. gonna lose the game. Okay. Yes, I think they're gonna break the streak this year. I think the Patriots are gonna win the coin toss. Patriots win. And the Patriots are gonna win the game okay so you say they will what an odd that that's
3: that's like ultimate degenerate gambling i love it that's really good Rod, what do you say uh
4: yeah that's ultimate degenerate that's like ah the coin yeah oh my god heads over the how tennis. heavy is it yeah uh, no i'm gonna i'm with you guys the streak will break and the patriots will win the coin toss slater always chooses heads right and they're gonna win the game
2: okay all right one more fun one for you guys and we're gonna cross over on some sports here okay who will have more, Carey Price saves against the Oilers on Super Bowl Sunday or Philip Dorsett receiving yards? And I'll, I'll let you know, Dorsett had 41 receiving yards in the playoff game against the Chargers oh. and 29 against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So will Kerry Price stop more pucks than Philip Dorsett will have receiving wow. yards? Wow. You know what? I'm actually pretty bullish on Dorsett.
3: He seems like he's catching a touchdown a game in a couple catches, so I'll say Dorsett gets more passing yards.
2: I'm going to go with Dorsett as well. If is the basement in his playoff experience, then... That's a pretty high number for yeah. price to be over on. So I'll, I'll take Dorsett, and
3: especially that's something too. Like if the Rams are going to be looking to shut down Edelman or, or limit him with Gronk in the running game, like Dorsett's a guy who can bust free, right? So he could go for a sixty-yard one-touch. All right, I'll take Dorsett. He'll have like
4: thirty-two yards. Price will have twenty-seven.
3: Something saves. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so those are some of the fantasy prop bets there. Now, how about this, guys? We talked about it a few weeks ago. Monkeyknifefight.com. I love this fantasy prop play site. So you go to monkeyknifefight.com, and you can go in different angles of prop play. So you can pick over-under passing yards for Brady and Goff, but also during the game. So, like, once the game starts, this is what I like. You can keep going. So you can bet second-half numbers, too, for all of these. I want to ask you guys this one. Pick the three players that get the most rushing yards in this game. So that's a play at monkeyknifebite.com. Three players that get the most rushing yards. I'm picking Sony Michelle, Todd Gurley, and it's the third one that I think is the real issue because do you go James White, C.J. Anderson's a little bit banged up, Rex Burkhead will probably be short yardage. I'm going to say James White as the third one. So I'll go Sony Michelle, Todd Gurley, James White as the three
2: players that get the most rushing yards. What do you think? Oh. Uh. I'm really torn on Todd Gurley for this week. Mm. He said he's 100%. Sean McVay said 100%. For this, I'm going to go CJ Anderson, Sony Michelle, and James White. Wow. CJ over Gurley. Bold. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's your Monkey night fight pick,
3: bud?
4: Sony Michelle, Mm -hmm. Todd Gurley. Yep. And I'm going to go out of the box and a couple end rounds here for the boys. Tom Brady. Julian Edelman. 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 Woo.
3: He might throw a touchdown pass, too. No. You never know. No. Edelman. So you can play that. You can challenge your friends, too, at monkeyknifefight.com, and you can use promo code AMAC, A-M-A-C, and they'll double your deposit up to 100 bucks. So 50 bucks turns into 100 100 turns into 2 It's pretty good. All right, guys. Final pick. Super Bowl. Rams. Patriots. The line pretty much a pick-em. them a half for the Pats. I'm, this is how I picture it playing out. Pats with a lead by four points. Goff and the Rams with the ball late, and the clock just runs out as they're like a couple yards away from the end zone, and they just can't punch it in. Pats win
2: by four. That's my pick. Johnny? So the, the point spread's two and a half. Two and a half. So you have the Patriots to cover their point spread of two and a half. Yes. I also have the Patriots covering the two and a half as well, and I, I kind of feel blowout on this one. Like,
3: right, but none of their games have ever been blowouts.
2: That's the thing. Well, I think Jared Goff is, is going to shine, or sorry, um, Wilter under the spotlight. Wilt. Yeah, mm. Wilt. And I, just, I think it's going to be at least seven, if not more. Here, here's what's so interesting to me about this. There's so many parallels between Brady
3: and Belichick with McVay and uh, Goff. Because at that first Super Bowl where they beat the Rams, we didn't know if Brady could do it. We didn't know if he would wilt. And Belichick was that young, innovative mind. And now you have Sean McVay, not as young as McVay, with Goff. And we're at the same point. We don't know if he's going to do it or not. All right. I know you are going Pats bud, but are they going to cover or what are we thinking? I think they'll cover barely 31-28. 31-28 with the score. Okay. I'll say 30 I'll say 28-24 Patriots. Score? Oh, like 30 to 3 or something. <laughs> Oh, God. It's going to be awful. A disaster of a Super Bowl, says producer Sean. All right, guys. That'll do it. Remember, our Super Bowl and season wrap-up show is this Tuesday on TSN 1050, live at 10 p.m. Enjoy the game. For Sean Farad, for I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to TSN 4 Downs.